0: Welcome back to another episode of Investing in Your Future. I'm your host, Kenny, CEO of Corona Group Corporation. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode. We're here every Thursday to help people push and improve themselves, hopefully hopefully improve their money, hopefully improve their business and their entrepreneurship, hopefully improve their mindset and their personal development. We're here to help all facets of your life so you can hopefully lead to something greater and that's why I'm always aiming for also is just growth, knowledge, and I'm always looking to get better. So today is kind of a special episode. It's a Q&A, Q&A with the CEO, myself, just as you know, I get asked so many questions, um, and I want to give a chance to maybe answer them. I usually answer we usually answer them with our with our my assistant or myself. We always answer the questions, but There's some questions that we want, maybe, want other people to hear. Maybe they haven't thought of and maybe it could help them improve themselves. So, I mean, we get tons of questions. And if you have questions, please reach out to us, info at kirundagroup.com. That's info at kirundagroup.com or find the link that we'll have connected to wherever you listen to this. If you listen to this on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us, thank you and also just click that link and it'll send us to where you can send us information, questions or maybe potential guests you want to see on the show. We're always willing to get suggestions um, and we're always, we always want to help. So listen, if you have anything that we can help you with in terms of business, in terms of entrepreneurship, anything like that, please let us know we're here to help. And if you have not picked up the DVD, grab that DVD. It's on the website. It's going to be on the link wherever you listen to this. and So let's get the show started today. Today, like I said, it was a special, special kind of show where I really didn't pick a topic or I didn't get a topic. I just kind of went through and I found a lot of questions, a lot of questions that people have had and have answered them or, you know, through the, through wherever they send it. I usually answer the question through there, but I also want maybe people, other people to hear these answers and also, you know, maybe think of other questions they can come up with. And we can answer them. So just leave us questions, leave us comments, whatever you want to leave us, even if you don't like it, just tell us you don't like it. Just give us something, you know, rate something. So the first question I'm gonna start with here is how did I get started? So that's kind of a long question. That's a long answer question, but the easiest way I could say it is I started with seventeen thousand dollars, seventeen thousand five, and I took that. And I flipped it, and I flipped it, and I flipped it, and used my mind, and use my awareness, and use my skills to improve myself, to hope, you know, to being a real estate entrepreneur. Now I have properties all over in about four, no sorry, three states, and I'm constantly improving. I have multiple businesses. I've written a book that's coming out. It's gonna be published soon. Um, you know, I do a podcast. You know, so I, I'm always busy. But the biggest thing is the way I start is just with seventeen thousand dollars, and I've got myself to financial freedom just through that. So understand, that's how I started. Your story is going to be different. So take take your whatever you have and start that way. Whatever you're starting is, is, is going to be different for everyone. Um, for me, I really started with zero and I saved $17,000 and I got myself up to, you know, um, hunt, hunt houses everywhere and just living a comfortable life financially free. So that's how I suggest for yourself. Just start somewhere, wherever you are. It doesn't matter. Zero to, you know, $1,000, $5,000. You could start and you could do something with it, especially if you keep listening to this podcast. Um, number two, now the, the second question I here have is, do I have a real estate license? The answer is no. I do not have a real estate license. I, I'm a real estate investor. Licenses is more for agents. I'm not an agent. I what I do is I'm, I'm the investor who looks to get money, get my money, and buy the property, fix it up, and rent it. That's that's my that's so I don't need a real estate license. I hire agents who do have real estate licenses. But I don't have real estate license myself. Another question here: what do you prefer, single family or multi-family? I always prefer multi-family. So, whatever as a, as an investor myself, I'm always recommending multi-family properties for every single person. I don't care if it's your first house, you you know, your third house, always buy multi. You know, unless it's really even if I'm buying a summer home, I want to buy a couple summer homes. You know, because that way I can rent some and make some money and still have my summer home. That's how I want you guys to think. So always think multi. Um, single family might be a way for a lot of people to start, um, but I would not suggest it. I'd love to everyone to start with a multi and you can see the difference. You'll, you'll see such a, you'll automatically have a business as soon as you start, you buy a multifamily house. That's why I suggest people do that. There's another question. What is your real estate niche? My real estate niche is um, multifamily housing, like I said specifically before, uh, multifamily housing, whether it's be apartment buildings, um, two to four, six, eight, 13 units, 15 units, 100 units. That's what I'm looking at right now. Also mobile home parks, I'm looking at a lot of those, and also um, anything in terms of just scalable that's really large in terms of smaller housing. So studios, doesn't matter if if I could buy 50 studios, it's better than buying one. So I'm always looking at, you know, scale. So right now I'm looking at a deal. It's in Minnesota. It's about 62 units. It's going for $3.2 million. That's the kind of deals I'm looking at now. But it doesn't mean you start there. You, look, you start wherever you're starting and you just focus on how you can get there. You know, don't focus on what I'm doing. Focus on what you're doing if you want to do real estate. Um, so that's my niche. That's my real estate niche is mobile, um, mobile home parks and then also uh, multifamily apartment buildings. What was your first deal? This is a great question because a lot of people don't know what my first deal was. My first deal was four units. I bought four units and the rest is history. That's why I was my first deal. Four units. I, I put my blood, sweat, and tears to it. I had all my money into it. So I had to focus on it. And that was my first deal. And, you know, hopefully it, it, it is going to, you know, get me some profits in the future. So I still, have, I still own the first deal. <clears throat> Let's see here. There's so many questions. And, guys, if you have questions... Send them over, and we. I'll try to answer them if in comments or wherever, or you know whatever you have in terms of questions. Ask them, you know, because I'm in the business and I can help. So here's come some questions coming more for the real estate side. How does the average Joe start? How does the average Joe? How does the average person start? You start with, first of all, fixing your credit. Second thing. Uh, getting some kind of money behind you whether it's partners or your own money and the third thing is Hustling you have to out hustle everyone So that's that's why I'd say how that's how you start focus on those three things another question here um, Let me see here Is there possible to start with no money down I get these questions all the time no money down is really impossible Because you're gonna have some closing costs and whatever business you're starting. There's gonna be some closing costs if you're starting a business from zero, you don't need money. That, you just need my, your imagination. But if you're starting in terms of real estate, and these are I see real, real estate questions. No money down deals doesn't mean it just means none of your own money. You Use other people's money. So no money deal, no money down deal does not exist. Don't, don't believe the hype. The no money down does not exist. You have to s- figure out some way of using someone else's money or someone else's credit. When you're using someone's credit, you're using their money, you're using you know their their leverage. So no money down deals do not exist what is a syndicator now a syndicator I see here are people who get together in terms of get a deal together and then get a bunch of people behind them in terms of investors and put the deal together so the syndicator is the person who puts the deal together I am not a syndicator at least not yet Um, but a syndicator is just a person who holds the deal and puts everyone's money together, packages to, packages it together and puts a deal out there, buys a deal and everyone splits in the profits. Um, it's a good model that's not my current model. A lot of people follow this model. I don't. Um, maybe I will in the future but I, I, right now I'm not a syndicator. Um, let me see. How do you find your deals? How do I find my deals? Okay. Um, for myself, I don't limit to anything. I look at the MLS, I ask friends, I ask family, I look online myself, I have ages look for me. So my deal doesn't have, I, right now I don't have a certain deal process. What I have is just a bunch of people and myself always constantly looking for deals for me and then sending them through through email. And if someone sends me a deal and I buy it, they get a commission. So understand that if you are trying to get into the business and you realize, listen, um, I need, I need a way to get into the business. You, you find somebody like myself or another investor, and you find them the deal, and they give you a piece of the deal. That's another way to get make money. So, um, so right now my deal process to answer the question is just, just I feel out, I pull out my, my, my feelers, and I just tell everyone what I'm looking for, and then I, you know, I get some, I get a bunch of deals every day, and I look at them. Um, what markets do I look in? All right, what markets do I look in? I look into a lot of markets. I'm in Florida, I'm in Massachusetts, which I think is still overpriced and too expensive. And then I'm also in Pennsylvania and Indiana. So those those places right now, I'm really focused on and getting a lot of deal flow because I can get a lot of scale in terms of my money. Um, let's see, there's so many questions and you guys, if you have questions, send them. Let me see. So like there's real estate questions. There's Personal development questions. There's business questions. There's so many here that, like I have that I can go through, but I can't answer all these questions. But I want to find the, the good ones. Um, do you invest in gold and silver? Yes, I do invest in gold and silver, um, physical and stocks. I'm not a big believer in stocks, but I always believe that you should, you know, have something. Of you know, even if it's a little value. So you know, I have some gold. I have some silver it's just small small scales, not not really large not my focus i did an episode with a good friend of mine kenneth murphy um, he owns a gold and silver business and I, boss, I boss i buy all my gold and silver and you should listen to that episode about gold and he's a gold specialist great episode you should listen to it it's uh it's it's a while back but it's a good episode you should listen to it about with kenneth murphy um what is your real estate method buy and hold buy and sell buy and flip okay so I'm thinking he's asking what my my business model is my business model is buy and hold try to hold forever if I can um, if I can't either way I'm still you know either way I'm still winning you never lose money taking a profit so for me I want to hold as long as possible you know like Warren Buffett says the, the length of period he wants to hold the stock is forever you Know so myself and my property, I don't want to hold them forever because they make the most money. But I know for a fact I'm going to have to sell some stuff, so that's not even a question. But my overall method is buy and hold. Let's see. Wow, I mean, we have so many questions here. And guys, if you have questions, please email us info at We'll try to get to all of them, or wherever you listen to this, ask your question there and we'll try to get it on the show. Um, Wow, I mean, there's so many questions here. Let me see. Top two real estate books. My top two real estate books are The Millionaire Real Estate Investor, um, and then my second one would probably. It's not really a real estate book, but it's one of it has real estate related to it. Um, multiple streams of income. Um, by Robert G. Allen. Yes, he wrote that book, and I, I I follow that book to, you know, that's what I, I base my life on. So it's a great book, and you should, I think you, should, you guys should listen to it or buy it and, and uh, read it. So Millionaire Real Estate Investor uh, by Keller Williams, and then also um, Multiple Streams of Income by Robert G. Allen. I suggest those books. Um, let me see here. Let's see. Uh, why? why is it important to build a team okay why is it important to build a team i did a podcast a couple weeks back maybe less um about teams and i believe teams build you so you should listen to that podcast but i believe teams are crucial for your success so and he's asked why is it important to build a team because you can't do everything yourself you cannot do everything yourself that's why you know celebrities and superstars have managers and agents and all these other people because you can't do everything yourself you need people out there to get deals for you you need people out there to do work for you you need people out there to you know to inspire you you need people out there to there's people out there for certain reasons so you need that team around you you i think to be successful in anything let's see here um man I'm I'm actually shocked that there's this many questions. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of questions here, hundreds of them that my my assistant just writes down. I just have to try to go through and answer as much as I can. Let's see. Uh, Man. Favorite business book. Uh, Business book, I wouldn't say business book, but it's a great way to start. Obviously, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. I'd suggest everyone read that book also. Um, do you gamble? I do not gamble. I, I hate gambling. Um, it's just strictly for fun. It's not a way to make money. Do you own stocks? Yes, I own stocks. I only own a certain amount of stocks in terms of businesses that I, 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 I like, I follow, and I've studied. So that's same thing for people. And I also make sure that any stock I buy is, pays a dividend. I like cash flow. I'm a big cash flow guy. Let's see. Wow. How did you start investing your future? Investing your future was originally was originally actually I was gonna write a book. I was gonna write a book and it was gonna be a book about personal development, money and all that stuff, but I didn't really have time to write down the book, so I started recording videos and small little tidbits on my phone. And from then on, I took those, I kind of compiled them together and started, you know making trying to make my book kind of already let's say spoken and I could just write it down or have somebody else write it down for me, you know. Um, so that didn't come to fruition, but I realized was I had a lot of content. I had so much content and I wanted to start something. I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to start a YouTube. I wanted to have all these things. So I said okay let me take this content and try to put it out there. So it was actually on my goal list. If you see if if you see the image in the back I have a goal list of 30-something things I need to get done. And one of those was to start those things. So that's where it started. And I started recording videos in my spare bedroom, one of my houses. And it kind of grew from there. If you look at the videos on YouTube, you can see where we started from. Um, you know, whiteboard and the ironing board. So it, that's where it started from. It started from me just putting my thoughts out there, the stuff I've learned, the, p- the things that I've, I've kind of grown with. And I started making videos and my video guy actually is the one who came up with the name. I can't even take credit for that. He came up with the name Invest in Your Future. Um, my great great friend Anthony, the guy for me, um, so he, he we were coming out with names and the names were just terrible. The names were just bad. So and finally he said, you know what, let's just call it Invest in Your Future. I said, Yeah, let's just call it that. And from then on, we just kept it and it's grown and I love it and you know, it's, 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 it's something that, uh, it's like a baby. You grow it and you see it grow into fruition and see how we, we did the, you know, the seminar, we had people show out, we had DVDs, we have the online replay. I mean, it's grown to such a massive success and I, I'm, I'm so happy that I've started it. And so, that's how Investing Your Future started. Um, let me see here, man. How much TV do you watch? <laughs> I mean, some of these, some of these are the questions I'm getting. I don't watch too much TV. I watch more basketball. I don't watch too much regular TV. Um, let's see another one here. Daily goals. My daily goals. I Every time I wake up in the morning, I get a piece of paper, a little notepad, and I write down four or five things I want to get done. It's um, something I learned from a lot of people who are successful. And I've implemented it, and it's worked so that's my like i put my daily goal so i don't i can't say what my daily goal every day is it's just more most likely at least going to the gym at least once and trying to eat healthy those definitely on there but then everything else is just you know rudimentary business stuff that i need to take care of um do i have mentors yes i have mentors i've talked to them I, i talked about them before i think in previous podcasts you have to have a mentor myself i have you know you, you, mentors does not mean a physical person You have to actually be next to And I talked this about the podcast A mentor is could be someone just You read their book and you take in their knowledge They could easily be a mentor So I have mentors um, Do I have an advisors? Yes, I have advisors I need advisors I'm not the smartest guy in the world So you need advisors also Are you a coach? Yes, I am a coach I help people in their businesses I help them Improve their credit. I help people, you know, improve their finances, and it's just something I, I like doing. I don't do it really for the money, um, and I you know I keep a small amount of clients because, like I said, I have so many other things to do. Right? If you need help coaching, we can help you also. How much was your seminar? My seminar was thirty dollars. Um, we had, you know, over you know, over sixty something people, seventy people, something like that over there. It was really amazing. Um, let me see here. Wow, so, I mean, I got. Eventually, I have to answer all these questions. What's your best advice on marketing? My best advice on marketing is you have to have a strong message. Whatever you're marketing, whatever it's either this product or service, you have to have a strong message. If your message does not correlate with your customer, you're screwed. Don't like. Don't don't, don't even bother. Don't even bother. If you mark like this is just one the great question that I don't know who asked this question, but what's the key to marketing? Marketing is you have to have a strong message that everyone can relate to. If your if your customer cannot relate to your message, it doesn't matter how many times they see the ad, it does not does not hit them. That's why jewelry stores and all these other companies, they 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 advertise a message of like love and kissing and marriage and stuff, because the ring doesn't do anything. The ring doesn't matter. It's a piece of metal with some diamonds in it. They're trying to sell the the image of love and, you know, same thing with, you know, cereal, cereal boxes for kids, entertaining fun and, you know, excitement. The cereal doesn't matter. It's really, that's what comes down to marketing. Same myself with Investing Your Future. I'm trying to teach people how to make money. That's the message. So it correlates with people, people, you know, connect with it. So that's that's a great question. Um, When did you become a CEO? I became a CEO about four years ago when I started my company. It was um, probably the best decision I ever made in my life. Um, let me see here. Man, so, like, a lot of questions I got to fix. I have to, I mean, I have to answer all these questions. Do you have an IT team? Yes, I have an IT team that helps me out with all my stuff. Um, I can't do everything. Let me see here. Um, man, so, I want to start a restaurant, but I can't, let's see, I want to start a restaurant, but I don't have the funds. So this person wants to start a restaurant, they don't have the funds. Um, A couple things you could do. First thing is don't start the restaurant until you get the money. Second thing is get partners or investors, make sure they can see the idea. Um, Third thing is you could also build your credit up, maybe get a loan um, in terms of your banks, credit unions. Fourth thing you could do also is. Maybe work at a restaurant and partner with the people that are in the restaurant industry already. That's another way getting, you can get in. So this person wants to start a restaurant. They don't have the money. Those are a couple ways they can definitely get in there and you know start their hopefully their rest their own restaurant. Let's see another question here. How can I bring a product to market? How can I bring a product to market? You you have you have a couple ways. You can first give it out for free. That's the first thing is. Because people are, are people are stubborn, they don't want to pay for things. So products most likely, that's why companies give out samples to make sure the, cu- the customer gets hooked and they'll buy the product. So if you come to the market with a product, it's going to be tough to sell at first because you have to put in a lot of money, advertising, marketing, all that stuff. The first thing you might want to do is just go in the corner and give it out for free. If it's food, give out samples. If it's uh, shampoo, give out small bottles. Whatever it is, give out samples and hopefully help you know build up that market for you and you can get some money. Um, let me see here. Uh, my favorite episode was Reverse Engineering. Oh, well, this is not a question. This is just a comment. oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. that was a great. That was a great episode. We got a lot of a lot of um, backing, and that's a great one for everyone to listen to. Reverse Engineering, one of my best podcasts, I think. Um, when is your next guest coming? My next guest should be coming. Hopefully, next two weeks. Um, same guy, the guy we're talking about with Land he should be here in the next two weeks hopefully I can get him on here and we can start talking about land and making some money Um, is the real estate market up or down (laughs) that's a tough question you can't answer that question it depends on your area or what country you're in Um, it could be up it could be down in my market right now real estate is up because I live in the east coast so my real estate is up and it's very expensive Um, in other markets it could be low um, so It depends on your certain area. The way you can check is check the real estate prices and if they've been going up steadily or they've been decreasing or people are selling or people are buying. That's how you can tell. And then if you realize that, you know, there's a buyer's market where people are constantly buying, then the real estate is up. People have the money to afford it. People can get into it. Um, But if price is overpriced and probably sitting on the market for a long period of time, like in in, uh, certain areas that I'm investing, there's certain areas that property is sitting for long periods of time, then the market's down. It's just as simple as that. So you have to do your own research. I can't say specifically on your area if the market is up or market is down. Let's see here. Another question. Um, what's the number one habit that's contributed to your success? The number one habit um, that's contributed to my success, I would say, is probably reading. Reading... Um, That's probably the number one habit. Um, Let's see. Number two, let's see. What's the most exciting project you're currently working on right now? The most exciting project I'm working on right now is that deal, like I said, in Minnesota. Um, You know, big deal. Hopefully, if I can take it down, it'll be a big step up for my company. So, that's the biggest deal I'm working on. Um, Let's see. What's the most influential tool you use for your business? Most influential tool. Um so important tool would probably be my phone, my cell phone. I run pretty much my whole business through my cell phone, so probably my cell phone, or internet, Wi-Fi. Those are probably the most you know used tools. Um, let's see. What was your worst deal? My worst deal was a deal I put together and um, I bought it, and it lost me twelve grand as soon as I bought it. Um, I kept it for a couple of, longer than I needed to. It was just bad. The management company was bad. So I lost money on that deal, Um, but I learned from it. That's, you know, that was probably my worst deal. Probably losing about 12, $12, $12,000, maybe 13,000. Let's see here, man, there's tons of questions. Like I can't believe people ask these many questions. I, let's see, is a recession coming? A recession is probably coming. Um, so I listened to the episode I did about preparing yourself for recession. Let's see. Um, what kind of business can I start? What kind of business can you start? I mean, that's really specific for yourself. I can't tell you what kind of business to start because it comes down to your resources, your money, your credit, your, you know, your area. So it comes down to picking something that's simple. I'll pick something that's simple. So if you're starting a business, I think. More mature businesses that've been around, and that you could just model. So mature businesses are like clothing, you know, food, shelter, transport, labor. You could always get a job lifting stuff and moving stuff. Um, You can start a business that. You can start a business, you know, selling food in the corner. You can start a business, always transporting people. These are mature businesses you could always start and follow. So that's the business I. I, That's the business advice I'd give somebody starting a a, a brand new business. Um, let me see. Man, I see so many questions. <laughs> um, I want to buy a supermarket for two hundred thousand dollars, but I only have ten thousand dollars. Okay, this person wants to buy a supermarket for two hundred thousand dollars. They only have ten thousand dollars. That is going to be tough because you, a supermarket, most likely they're not going to fund you. They won't. a a bank will not fund you because a supermarket comes down to management, management comes down to who's running it, who's doing the work Um, and also has perishables meaning like you're losing value every time, your food always rots so supermarkets are very hard to fund. Um, $10,000 is not a lot of money either also to start a supermarket I'd say try to partner with somebody, Um, maybe start a corner stand first see how the business works, Um, maybe save up a little bit more money you know, just do your research first and see how you can get into a supermarket. You know, with maybe somebody else. You won't be able to with $10,000. Let's see. Um, I want to start a sneaker business. How can I make a lot of money? A sneaker business. Um, sneaker businesses are really fickle. Fickle businesses, meaning like you, everyone doesn't buy sneakers every day. Um, so that comes down to maybe rarity and being like buying exclusive stuff. So a sneaker business is going to be easier for that kind of person because they have access to expensive sneakers or exclusive sneakers or whatever. So these businesses are uh, are tough unless you have an online you know marketplace so you can sell them constantly. Um, because most likely these kind of businesses are very people don't if, if there's a recession people don't buy sneakers. It's that simple. You if you want to get a new business have to get a business that's reorder automatically reorder. People automatically have to buy from you automatically regardless of what it is. So for myself, it's real estate. They'll constantly have to rent. So I have repeat business. Sneaker business is tough because it's not repeat business. Unless you, like I said, buying exclusives or buying very, you know, rare stuff. Um, Let me see, man. Wow. I mean, I thought it was hundreds of questions. Actually, it might be like, it's like 50 pages of questions. This is insane this is insane, I was, okay, um, let me see, what are your goals this year, my goals this year, about maybe 30, 40 of them, I have them in the back, I've completed about 70% of them, but, so, like, my goals doesn't matter, like, don't worry about my goals, worry about your goals, let's see, um, what is your net worth? <laughs> what is my net worth? It's none of your business. Um, don't ever tell anybody your net worth. Let them guess. Let them let them keep in their heads. Never tell your people your net worth, and that definitely will not tell mine. Um, let's see, how liquid should you be? How liquid should you be? Liquid means having how much cash you should have. You should have at least six months worth of savings in terms of your bills. So if you have $2,000, you should have at least minimum. Anywhere from six to twenty, you know, like if you you need to have at least twelve thousand. If your bills are two thousand dollars, two thousand dollars a month, you need to have at least twelve thousand dollars, twenty four thousand dollars cash all the time, constantly, constantly, at least fluctuating a little bit here and there. But that should be the the model. And then you know, for your bills, do the do the same math. Um, so just six to six to twelve. Um, and also, it'll help you start a business if you if you, you know you use the cash correctly let's see um man. man let's see what is the best stock to own you, i cannot give you specific stock advice i cannot uh, provide that i'd say do your own research and i would always say i would always say buy something that you know if you wear nike's every day buy nike if you eat starbucks every day buy starbucks that's how I, that's how i would, I would invest but focus first on learning how stocks work before you buy just one stock. I can't give specific stocks that um to buy. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Wow, I mean, so many questions. Um, how do you beat fear? How do you beat fear? Fear is mental. Fear is only mental, it's just mental images of you, um, you know, imagining the worst thing possible. So, if you're afraid of something, it's mostly in your head, mostly. 90% of the time, it's just mostly in your head. So, you should attack your fears. Don't worry about it. Get over it. Yes, it's there, but just just move on as quickly as possible. Um, what's your best advice for beginners? I don't know what you're beginning. Um, if you're a beginner, like I mean, I'm gonna say beginner, beginner. Um, first thing is get a good book, get a good book, and go deep into that book. Second thing is network with people around you that you want to be like. That's that's the second thing. And third thing is I would make sure I constantly improve myself. Either that's through seminars, podcasts, um, you know, you whatever, wherever you can improve yourself constantly. That's how I started. If I was a beginner. Um, okay, just a couple more here, then I'll sign off because I mean, I can't answer all these questions. It's about 50 pages of questions and each and each page is double-sided of just questions from all different places. So guys, if you have questions, send them to us. we, we love we love to hear them and we want to answer them as many as many as you can. Um, so just keep keep them coming. I'll get to them all eventually. and if you have business, personal development, real estate questions, whatever, just ask them. We'll get to them eventually um me or my assistant um we'll get to them and if you have questions in terms of improving yourself just ask it don't worry don't worry about you know being looking stupid there's there's questions here you know you know how do i start how do i start building my credit people don't know these questions so that's why they're asking them and i totally understand them because i didn't know how to do this stuff myself so how do you start building up your credit the first thing is you have to have some kind of credit so you have to start somewhere so go to a kmart walmart sears or wherever local stores and get their card. It'll be easier to get that card and then you kind of build up from there. Um, if you need to listen to our stuff, we have a seminar online. It teaches you, you know, zero to millions in assets. And it use, talks about credit. You know, get that get that get that seminar, listen to it. It'll teach you exactly how to build your credit. Um, let me see here. Did you go to college? Yes, I did go to college. I graduated with a degree in information systems and technology management. I you know, used it for a little bit, use that money to start my real estate. Um, let me see. Man. Let's see here, another one here. Um, I, want, I just only want to get the good questions. That's why I'm going through and flipping pages because I want to get only the good questions that other people might have that will help other people, hopefully. Um, Did you grow up with money? I did not grow up with money. I grew up poor, you know, was real poor. Let me see here. Um, Let me see. I just wanna get the, the good questions. Should I go to college or should I start a business? Man, that's a tough question. That's a good question though. Should you go to college or, go to, or, or start a business? It really depends on what you want to go to college for. If you're going to college to become a doctor, you need that specific you know, specialized knowledge. If you if you want to go to college to start a business, I'd say ex-college and go go work for somebody who has a business. Get them as close as possible, and it'll be easier for you to learn business when you're doing it. You know, um, you don't need college to do business. Um, like I said, it's college specifically for specialized knowledge. If you need that knowledge, go to college. But make sure you try to pay off as quickly as you can so you don't leave school with debt. That's what I did. Uh, Let me see. This is a long question. Let me see. Coach Kenny, you always speak about value. How can I increase my value? That's a great question. Um, The way you increase your value is, is, is a couple ways. You have to increase your knowledge. That's the way you increase your value. Second thing is, you have to increase your skill level. So you have to be more skilled than you are right now. That's the way another way. Another way is you have to increase your achievements and, and, and your goals. You have to increase these things because you're only as, as as you're only as valuable as the goals you're going after. You're only as valuable as as the goals that you're going after. So if your goals are small, if your goals is I just want to pay this cell phone bill, that's that's the max, that's the max goal you're gonna hit. That's that's it, that you're not gonna go any further. But if you, if like one of my goals is 2,950 units, you can even see the image back here. These are all my goals. There's like 40 of them. And I've already accomplished like 70% of them because my goals are always high. So even if I hit just a little bit lower, it's higher than any other person's goals. So make sure that if you want to increase your value, you increase your knowledge, you increase your skill level, but then also you increase your goals so that way your goals are high enough. So even if you don't achieve them, at least you're, you're, you're closer than anybody else's Certain you know small thinking, um, so another way to, like this question right here about how to increase your value. Learn good thinking habits. This is very important. Learn good thinking habits because if you if, if your thoughts are constantly negative, if you look outside, and you're constantly like you're planning complaining about like the rain or you're complaining about your fat or something like that. That's your thinking habits. You, your thoughts are always going negative. So if your thoughts are always going positive, and you switch every time, like oh you know what, what a great day to get get some reading done because it's raining outside, I don't need to go outside, or what a great day to get a gym workout in because I don't I can't work out outside, I can go inside the gym. You always think positive. So if you get your, if you if you increase your knowledge, this this is a question I received from one of my listeners. How do I increase my knowledge? If you increase your knowledge, if you increase your skill level, you improve your skills, and if you like. If you improve your your goals, make them bigger, and then increase your good thinking habits, your value will automatically increase because all these things just all they do is increase your value. That's all they do. So that's why that's why I focused on. And that's why we started this podcast. So understand how big your goals affect you. You have to understand that. Like if you if you have these small little tiny goals, they affect you. If you have big goals, they affect you also. So understand that. It's, it's a great question from one of my listeners. Um, and if you have questions, please ask them. Like I said we have pages and pages of questions I'm trying to get as many as I can. Let's see. how do I start saving? The way you start saving is simple. You just take a little bit of what you have a little bit whatever you have whatever you're making. If it's 10 bucks an hour, you take two bucks. If it's 200 bucks an hour, you take three you know uh, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever it is And you automatically put it the side. you have to do it automatic. That's the thing that's going to make a difference. You can't tell yourself you're going to do it. it you're going to get lazy. So you need to make sure it's automatic. That's how you start saving. Um, let me see. Let's see. Coach Kenny, you're always preaching frugality. Frugality. How can I be more frugal? Um, great question. Being frugal is doesn't mean being cheap. Frugal means learning how money works and then learning how to make the most of your money. Um, so being frugal is actually a smart way to live because you take let's say you, you have to buy toilet paper or paper towels learning that you don't go to, to a store and buy just two you buy twenty or thirty of them because you're gonna buy in bulk and you're saving so you're using your money to the, to the max so understand that's how frugality thinking works um, I drive a, a 2000 Honda Civic I can drive any car I want but that's being frugal because my gas is cheap, my insurance is cheap all these things, I'm being frugal because regardless of where I need to go, if I pull up in a Range Rover, it doesn't matter. I pull up in a, in a Honda Civic, it doesn't matter. It still got me there, but I just got there cheaper. That's why you need to understand about frugality. Great question. Um, guys, if you have questions, ask them because we have... I have an assistant who's going to write all these questions down. I'm going to try to answer as many as I can. Let me see here. Um, I have a mortgage on three houses... And I feel like I'm going to lose all my houses. Okay, this person is underwater on their mortgages. Three houses and they're behind. Um, this this is tough. This is tough because if you're behind, you're most likely going to foreclose on all those houses. And if you foreclose on all these houses, it's going to be on your record. Um, so what I would say is as an investor, because I'm an investor, try to find investors. Maybe they can buy them off you for cheap. Hopefully, maybe just the mortgage amount or just short sell them. get them off, Get them off the books. Get them off your... Get them off you, sell them, sell them if you need to at a loss for the bank and just see if they'll take that. Also, see if you can um see if you can rent them. Maybe you can rent them and you know get that money to pay to pay whatever you are behind. Because three houses and you're behind on all three houses, that is detrimental to your not just income, but like everything. You need to fix that 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 situation. So let me see. Um uh, man so guys if you have questions ask them we have we have time to ask answer the questions so we want we, we, we want you to we want to ask want you the guys ask your questions that we can answer and hopefully improve yourselves um, let me see here coach kenny how do i get let me see here. coach kenny how do i get from zero to millions <laughs> this person hears me all the time promoting my seminar zero to millions in assets. That was a seminar we had. Um, pick up the DVD. The link will be in, in, in the, in the, um, wherever you listen to this, we'll get you the link so you can listen to it. Um, uh, great two hour and a half hour seminar. It teaches people how to go from zero to millions in assets. Let me see here guys. Um, man, I want to get to as many questions as I can, but I can't get to all these questions because it's like 50 pages of questions. um, what is your favorite quote? My favorite quote. Um, man, I, I really, I really don't have a favorite quote because um, I, I have, I, like, I have a lot of quotes I love, but there, there is a quote that I, um, that I have on my desktop, on my, on my computer, and, I, and this, I think maybe just helps me, improves me, whatever. Um, and it says, if you're born poor, it's not your fault. But if you die poor, it's your fault. So if I if I have a favorite quote, that might be it because I have it plastered pretty much almost everywhere. Um, so that's probably my favorite quote. So I'd say that's my favorite quote. Um, so guys, let me let me let me stop here. I appreciate guys. Guys, if you have questions, please send them to us. Um, if you missed it, start from the beginning and listen to this whole podcast. Again, I answered a, bu- a bunch of questions from listeners. And guys, if you have other questions, listen to them. I mean, let's send them to us and uh, we'll try to get to as many as we can. Make sure you pick up that DVD, um, Investing in future Zeros to Millions in Assets. Guys, until next time, I'll see you at the top.